For visionaries who are destined to fulfill their God-given purpose through vision, by faith, and with work. Work, 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 with work. Faith, vision, faith, with work. Work, 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 with work. Faith, vision, faith, with work. Faith, with work. Faith, vision, vision, with work. Faith, with work. Stop being scary. Stop being in such fear of the unknown that ignorance becomes a burden that you carry. God gave us ownership, but we have to own up to defeat. We are perishing because we aren't grabbing all the knowledge that's in our direct reach. With your feet standing on purpose, we have to go after all this world has. But we have to believe in our worth and that there is an inheritance with greener grass. Welcome to episode seven of the Faithpreneur podcast. I am so thankful that y'all are rocking with me. I am so thankful that you are tuning into this podcast. This podcast for me has been something that I've been doing since last summer. I've used it as an accountability tool. I saw an old classmate post on Instagram and was saying, what are the things that keep you on track? What are the things that keep you grounded in what you're supposed to be doing or grounded in your future? And I told her um, purposeful obligations, you know, set something up in your life that you're forced to show up for, that you have to show up for. And for me, that has been this podcast. I feel like I'm obligated to put out an episode every week or to keep putting out episodes and to keep working on this platform so my voice can be heard. I have a lot of things that I want to say. I have a lot of realizations, a lot of self-realizations. I reflect a lot. Um, Of course, I talk to God a lot. God tells me a lot of things that I'm like, people need to know this. Or I might read my Bible and I get a different perspective or I get a different angle. And I'm like, you know what? I wonder how many people know that they can do the same thing. You don't have to just take the world for what it is. You're allowed to think it, internalize and have your own different opinion, have your own different realizations. Everybody's truth is not your truth. And so we live and walk around this world that there's only one way of living. And I'm young in age and I've realized already that that's not what God wants for us. And it's just honestly changed my life and been so powerful for me. Even the idea that I'm trying to walk more intentionally with God and he wants to use me to talk out about him. It still blows my mind. But what I realize is I'm not anything greater than anybody else. It all just comes down to if God asks you for a favor, if he asks you to do something like, can you do something for me real quick? Would you do it? God said, yeah, I want you to hop on this podcast. I want you to remind people that their power lies in me, that their inadequacies and their flaws and everything that they think they're horrible at. They're actually great in the kingdom if they knew they were a kingdom kid. If they knew the the royalties that are already owed to them through birth, 
It's like we have to know our worth in ourselves, but then there's a whole nother level of worth that we have to know and find in Christ. And when I realized this, I was like, wow, I've been doing life all wrong, (laughs) all wrong. So this podcast allows me to be honest and speak out about this walk I'm trying to have and these conversations and realizations I have. So I'm just appreciative for y'all for tuning in. Sorry for the mini rant. But today, I just want to talk about a big misconception in Christianity. And so today, I'm kind of going to talk about business. I'm kind of going to talk about entrepreneurship because I believe that God has given a lot of us a purpose to birth businesses, to birth brands, to birth books, to birth things that are going to help people, but we can make a profit off of it. And so I think when we talk profit and we talk money, a lot of Christians want to get quiet and we want to put our heads down. And I think that there's a difference between living for money and living for purpose that makes money. And so I've gotten to the point where I'm just now realizing that the inheritance is already mine. I just have to walk into it. Like I just don't believe that God wants us to struggle when we have such this struggle mentality that we think we have to have. Like I'm not materialistic by any means, but I love to invest. I love to pour into my business. I love to pour into my purpose. If it's something that I know God wants me to do, I'm willing to put the money up and we can't be scared of money. So I just kind of wanted to talk about, you know, two different things. When I became an entrepreneur, I understood that the regular business conferences, entrepreneur conferences and women meetups weren't what God spoke to my spirit. You know, they basically just create this world that everything is on your own will. And honestly, as much as it's like, well, duh, you know, you don't take that to heart. I mean, that's the same thing as listening to certain music or feeding certain, I don't know, reality shows. Yeah, don't take it seriously. Yeah, don't take it literally. Yeah, don't live by that. But why would you even feed your spirit things that you don't want to live by? I think that words are important and words are a lot more important than we think. And I think that When we speak, we speak over our lives and we speak over other people's lives. And so this intentional walk I have with God tells me the exact opposite of what I've been taught, that I'm not using my own power. I'm not using my own will. My strength is not built because of something that I came up with. It wasn't a bright idea that came out of thin air. God is a lot more involved in this process than I've been conditioned to think that he is. I've been conditioned to think that it's all in my own will and I have to struggle and hustle it out and I have to figure out all of the answers in order to put all the pieces to the puzzle. And what I realized is that's actually not the case. So the podcast today, I want to kind of, I really want to talk about in Christianity, how we view money, but I really, before we even get into that, just want to talk about, you know, when I was more in the world, which I'm still in the world, of course, right? We're all in the world, but, um, you're in the world, but not of it. So. What that means is, is we surround ourselves with other entrepreneurs, other business owners, other people who are out here getting this money. We have to understand that we do it for a different purpose. We do it with a different positioning, a different end goal. The success we get 
we give all the glory to God. We give all the glory and the honor to God. We know that it was God who did it. And a big reason why God had me build the Faithpreneur platform and I did the Faithpreneur retreat and I speak to visionaries only is because God told me that we keep forgetting about him. Everyone keeps forgetting to give me the credit. When you get the award, when you make it to your success, you first want to thank God. But did you involve God in the process? Did you thank him even and and acknowledge him even when things weren't always at its highest peak of success? And God says, "I'm, I'm tired of people forgetting about me. I'm tired of people not giving me my credit where it's due. Y'all are my people. I brought you into this world. And I need y'all to remember my power. And so that's that, right? Business, Christianity. We have to realize in the business world that we can still be Christians. We can think like Christians. We can operate as Christians, but we can be business people. Now, in the Christian world, you can make money. You can make profit. We have to stop being scared of the word money. And I can't even talk about this subject without being honest. Now, we know the Bible verbatimly says in 1 Timothy 6.10, the root of all evil is money. But that same verse also says some covet after that money. And then they stray away from faith. And then through straying away from faith, they pierce themselves through all of the sorrows that come with that. So that's why I love the term faithpreneur, y'all, that I'm in entrepreneurship and I'm in business and everything that I do and every decision that I make, it's led with faith. It's led by faith. No matter how much money I get or how much I might plan, profit, sell, look in the sales funnel, all of these things don't have power over me. I put my faith first. And I think that's where we go wrong is... God doesn't hate money. The roots, the roots of the love of money will cause you to stray away from God and stray away from faith. Money will have you thinking you're doing everything in your own will. Money will have you thinking that you made help yourself make it to the top. You made things happen, but words matter. You have to say it out of your mouth. I didn't do this. God did. Or I did this with the help of God. Those key words matter. We don't give enough reverence to God. The Bible talks about in a lot of different chapters and a lot of different verses. Um, as I you know, was going through Bible Hub. Now Bible Hub is a website that I recommend. You ever want to look up a quick scripture and see different sides of that scripture. It'll give you up to 20 different translations of 20 different Bibles. 20 different Bible translations. And not only that, it'll tell you the prior verse, the verse that comes immediately after, and similar verses, and even break down certain terms and concepts. So I love Bible Hub. I'm quick. Y'all know I'm a millennial. I will hop on the internet. I will hop on Google. I will hop on an app quick. No shame. No shame in my game. So the Bible talks a lot about wealth is deceitful. Wealth is deceitful. And that's what I that's what I mean when I say wealth will have you thinking things. Money will have you really feeling yourself. And, you, you know, you're allowed to be proud, 
But you know, God doesn't like being boastful. There's a real thin line between being, there's a big difference between being proud and being prideful. If we know in the Bible that God doesn't want us to covet, then we have to understand that we can't create spaces and opportunities that will make people want to covet us. We can't be boastful and we can't take all the credit. Now, it's different when you can say like, oh, I did this. I made this success. I made this amount of money because of God. Those key words matter. I'm doing this because God. I was able to achieve this because of God. When we say those kind of words, we're taking that energy away from the fact that we made this happen. You know, we don't want people to want to be like us. We want people to seek God too. So if I'm telling the world that God helped me make this money, God helped me make this profit, God did it, then I'm allowing other people to want to seek God and have God the way I do. Now, when I boast and say I did it in my own will, then people want to think like me, they want to act like me, and they want to figure out how I did it. But as believers, we have to understand that we each and all have our own power. We have to have our heads on straight. That's what differentiates us between everybody else and us is we have a different head on straight. We have a different heart posture. We know what we're doing it for. We know who we're doing it for. We're doing it for our purpose. This is all aligned with our purpose. You know, when we get a success, when we hit a million dollars or what have you, we already know. This is something that God told me I would have. This is something that God promised me. I'm just walking in to the things that he has already promised me that he would give me. And in the midst and in the process, I'm thanking God and I'm giving that reverence. I'm giving that credit where it's due. So our culture tells us all of these different things. That's what I, I mentioned, the reality TV and all of this stuff, because our culture, I realize as a millennial, our culture tells us. A lot of things that are exact opposite of how we should think as believers. And that's why some Christians and older Christians are so adamant about being against this type of music and not being around these certain kinds of people. And we always just think they're tripping. Like, really, it's not that deep. But it kind of is. I'm still young and I'm a millennial, but I'm telling y'all this mindset that I have and what God has been showing me is that we've been doing it all wrong. We really do have to watch what we feed our spirit. Everybody holds different spirits. Some of these spirits are meant to uplift us. Some of these spirits are meant to tear us down and have us thinking ways that God doesn't want us to think. We don't have the keys. God holds the keys to our future, right? We don't have all power. We're powerful, but we're powerful because God made us powerful. So we just have to remember that we're the messengers and we have to be careful on that message that we send. So yes, all bets are on me. Yes, I can bet on myself. Yes, I'm out here putting in work. But why? Because God is my strength. So just remember to give reverence. Because God gave us dominion. I remember I, I put a tweet up because I think I was just, you know, reading Genesis and how God gave us dominion all of the, over all of the fish in the sea and all of these things. And it's just like, wow, that's so crazy that the Bible always talks very specifically about how much power that he's given us. But it's like we don't see that and we don't act like we have any power. We honestly walk around scared. 
waiting for somebody to take our power or tear us down. Do we know that our power was actually given from God? Or do we think it's something that man can just give and take away from us? So with this, it's all a mindset, right? It's all what you say, it's what you interpret, it's what you feed your spirit, which then speaks to your life, speaks to other lives. So with us being scared, talking about money in the church, we have to understand that our people perish because we lack knowledge. There are a lot of things about money and profit that we don't know about and because we're so scared to covet it. We're so scared that money's going to have so much power over us that we don't want to educate ourselves. We have to be wise. We have to have wisdom. When Solomon built that temple for God, he wasn't holding no money back. He put his all into that to give God the glory. He wasn't being cheap. He felt like that was a part of his purpose was to build that temple for God. There are a lot of things that God wants us to do. There are a lot of purposes that God has specifically given us where we're going to have to throw some money on the table. We're going to have to go hard. We're going to have to not play small. We can't keep doing the bare minimum. We're going to have to invest in our purpose. You can't be so scared of money that you don't know how to use it. Because you can use that same money and that same profit to give God that reverence that he deserves. We can't have this poverty mentality. So I had a um, a discovery call, if you will, with a business coach. Because... You know, when I have visions, I have huge visions. And I remember seeing a quote that, um, you know, your visions scare you. And if your visions don't scare you, then you're not thinking big enough. But I get visions that are really big. They're never small. So with that, I know that God wants me to do big things. He wants me to talk to big people, have big impact, right? Right now, I might not be. Right now, I have this baby platform. I have these baby amount of followers. I've got, hello, I probably got this baby money. Compared to a lot of people, I do have this baby money. But guess what? I know what God promised me. I know what God told me. I know the visions that I have. So I'm in position. I'm out here talking. I'm out here reshifting my business, how he wants me to reshift my business, because I know what he promised me. So I had a discovery call with a business coach and I just remember at some point of the call me getting emotional. She had me not think in terms of her trying to sell me this coaching program, but just was really asking me genuine, genuine questions. So I remember her just saying like, you know, what does it feel like? She was having me imagine my life after the coaching program. Imagine my life after I had built this successful business system that was able to make me profit to take care of my family and to do things that God told me to do. And she was just asking me, like, imagine you're there. What does it feel like? She said, what does it feel like to not have to worry about money? And I just remember getting emotional because I'm like, wow, I never would have ever imagined what that could possibly feel like. What does that feel like to not have to ever worry about money? Wow, God, is that really something that can be possible? That I could never have to worry about money. And then that made me think when I was writing and I was thinking about this episode is some of us covet money 
and are broke. Like we put money on such this high pedestal and we're so scared of it that we're actually giving money the power. You have power over money. You have power over the profit. God has gave you the power. He has equipped you. You have to allow him to use you. We have to not be scared and allow God to use us. Imagine if we just walked in our purpose and we didn't have to worry about money. We didn't have to worry about being broke. We have this poverty mindset. I was telling the coach, I think it's crazy. I have such this entrepreneur mindset when I actually need to start thinking more like a business owner. A business owner is not apologetic about their assets and their profit. They know that there's a bottom line. They understand that. But sometimes as an entrepreneur, we just think hustle, 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 stream, 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 you know, different money streams, seven streams of income is how you become a millionaire. We think of all these things we need to do in our own power because we think about the things that people have taught us instead of following the things that God already has affirmed and told us through visions, through whatever. So I realized that I had this poverty mindset thinking like an entrepreneur. I constantly thought that every money that I could possibly make through my business, a business aligned with my purpose, that it was going to have to be something I had to struggle for. It was going to be have it was going to have to be something that I had to hustle for. It wasn't going to be something that was going to be able to come easy for me. And I was just like, wow, the thought that I can have some kind of automated coaching program that would help the audience that God specifically told me to help but I'm not stressed out and I'm making enough income to not be stressed what is life then I'm like why don't we think like this why don't we think that the inheritance is already ours we literally live in fear so scared to make money why I feel like we're doing God a disservice when we don't seek that kind of knowledge, when we don't see how we can make things work for our profit, if we don't see how we can invest back into our purpose. I believe that our mind, our knowledge and our wisdom is an asset. God didn't call us to just work and build somebody else's dream without going after the dreams that we have for our own. And there's always two sides to everything. So it's like, yes, you have this dream. Yes, you have what you think is your purpose. But that dream and that purpose is something we have to constantly seek God on. Because once he adds his personal touch to to what we think we want, it becomes more than what we could have ever imagined, right? So we perish because we lack this knowledge. Knowledge is knowing how to use the money. It's knowing how to educate ourselves. And if we know where our help comes from and we know that we live off of faith, then we have to stop playing small with God because we're doing it all for God's glory. And you can't do the bare minimum and bring God glory. So we need to come a little harder. He's equipping us, but we have to work. We have to get to work. I'm just so tired of money being such a touchy topic. You don't have to be money driven to know how to drive money. 
And I'm after God and all that he promised me. I know there's an inheritance with my name on it. Just like in the Bible when God was giving the kings and queens kingdoms and telling them to go forth. I believe that it's a different day and age. And a lot of us, I'm sure most of my listeners live in the United States and it's just a different world. But I do believe that we're still kings and queens and he's given us kingdoms. That's why a lot of us are building communities. We have groups of people who want to follow us, who want to listen to us. He's giving us communities and kingdoms. But we have to see our value. A lot of that comes with seeking your purpose and knowing what your purpose is. I talk about this a lot on my Twitter page, which I'm just recently back on Twitter. So follow me at Jasmine Shanice. But... On my Twitter, I just talked about this kind of a lot. I did like a big tweet thread talking about purpose. And I feel like I'm talking about so much. I'm a purpose chaser. I'm after my purpose. But people often misconstrue what that means. Me being after my purpose doesn't mean I know exactly what that purpose is and what it looks like. Me going after my purpose is me going after God and knowing that whatever God is leading me to is aligned with my purpose. And that's period. It's really not as deep as we think it is. Knowing your purpose is knowing your skills. Knowing your skills versus your gifts. What are you good at? What do people come to you for? What do you do effortlessly? What do you love to do, right? So then that's why a lot of people say find your passion. But then I take it a step further. After you find that passion, then you take that to God and say, hey, I'm really good at all these things. I really love all these things, God, but what do you want me to do long term? So we have to be more strategic. Everything has to match some kind of long term goal. And for us as believers, our long term goal is our purpose and God's purpose for our lives. Our purpose helps people. We don't have to sell our gifts. We don't have to sell things that we're good at. We have services and we have products, but it's not this selling thing that we have to do because in the end of the day we're helping people I don't have to beg you and be you know deceitful with how I go about doing business because I'm genuinely helping people God has given me gifts to specifically help people we have the most genuine and authentic brands of any and everyone because we're in the world but not of it Our businesses are the most genuine. Our businesses and our brands, some of us are, this is, oh, this is a good point. Some of us are building ministries. You think you're building a brand. You think you're building a business, but it's actually a ministry that God is developing in your business. It's a ministry that God is building in your brand because it's going to give God glory. It's going to make people seek God. They're going to want to know God the way you do. That's why I love when people build personal brands behind their businesses and their brands. Because then you're building a platform to be able to tell people that it was all God. I believe that a lot of our brands are ministries. I believe that your ministry is profitable. All of our ministries don't live within the church walls. Some of our ministries, in order to do To do our ministry, to give God's glory and to be on the grand scale that God might want it to be at. We're going to have to put a lot of money up. We're going to have to raise some money. We're going to have to make some money. But how crazy is that, right? It's actually not that crazy because you're using your money for good. You're using that money for the good of the Lord. He chose you for a reason. So we have to break this, this stigma of poverty. Breaking these generational curses in the kingdom. 
okay? We have to continue to break these generational curses, not just in our family, but in the kingdom. There are a lot of myths and a lot of ways that our grandmothers and grandparents think that, yes, paved the way for us. But we have to unlearn a lot of things to realize how to live in this day and age. Everything's digital. Everything's fast. There's a way that you can maneuver and still be of God. Everything that you don't know of is not bad. That's how we perish because we lack knowledge. We're scared of knowledge. God wants us to fill our, fulfill our dreams. He wants us to win. He's going to fulfill our dreams and our purpose on his terms and in his timing. But you have to trust that he can take you to a place where you don't have to worry about money. So we are denouncing money having power over us. We are affirming that we have power over money. Money doesn't have power over us. We use our money to fund our purpose and our purpose is profitable. Our ministries can make room for us. Our ministries are meant to be on higher platforms and higher grounds to reach a higher amount of people. Your gifts and your wisdom are assets. Knowledge is the way that we win. It's time for us to stop being scared, stop living in fear, and taking back the power and giving reverence to God. So, hope y'all enjoyed this rant that I was clearly a little passionate about. I just want you to know that your purpose is profitable. And you don't have to keep perishing because of the lack of knowledge. Understand money. Understand profit. Our ministries, our churches don't have to be broke. Our churches don't have to be run down. We're allowed to have an inheritance and to use it to further our purpose and God's glory. So I'll talk to y'all on the next episode. As always, make sure you're following us on Instagram at 4visionariesonly. You have liked us on Facebook. And that you are subscribed on all platforms. Give us a rating. Give us a comment. Make sure you're following and downloading the episodes. Love y'all.